Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Real Boys. I am your host for this episode of the show. My name is Phil Better. I'm the podcast mogul. Uh, we are reviewing the amazing movie, My Top Four, Clerks. Um, simply put, this is a, the opening of the Askew Universe by Kevin Smith. Let's just jump in and get some, uh, some of the other hosts <laughs> coming in. Let's get Mr. Chris Harvey the comedian extraordinaire on the show. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Chris, first off, have you seen this movie before? And did you understand any of this movie since it was kind of done after your time? Um, I had never seen this movie before. It was my first time watching it. And I understood it. Um, I mean, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) I am waiting to hear um, you kind of destroy this movie and destroy my soul, kind of like what Randall did to Dante in his relationship. Um, Overall, are you a Kevin Smith fan or not? I mean, I don't don't know. I've seen, I've I've now just watched, this is the third movie I've seen of his. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm a fan. I'm not not a fan. It's not that I don't like him. Um, I don't know if there's some kind of backstory that I was supposed to have of Kevin Smith before <laughs> watching his movies, no one really told me. So no, we like uh, we like to give you nothing and then see what you come up with. Yeah. We always have the hilarious things on us old peoples and our movies we love. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna get back to you. I want to thank you. Uh, we're, we'll get to your uh, lovely, lovely uh, <laughs> review of this movie in a bit. Let's jump I over to Jerrion Blaze, my man. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, Phil. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Now, as one of the resident stoners in the group, was this a movie that you felt needed an extension of weed to help you enjoy it? Or could you have watched this without any weed? Uh, definitely could have watched without, but I did uh, with the aid. I actually, <laughs> I was super lit. I'm not going to lie to you. So I, was, <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time to do it. And I'm glad I did. I enjoyed the film. It was the first time seeing it. Excellent. And funny enough, you watched Clerks 2 before you watched the original, correct? I did. I did because it was in color. <laughs> That's literally, that was literally my, my the thing that tipped me. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the color one. I'm not from the 1950s. But yeah, yeah. the reason why it's in black and white is because when it was cheaper, uh, because they didn't have any proper lighting. So it has all this different end up lighting and they are actually filmed at night. So that's why they did it in black and white. Um, did you overall? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith fan. Um, did you enjoy the movie? I did. I did. Excellent. I did. All right. I'm a Kevin Smith fan. So awesome. All right. Let's uh, put you backstage. Let's bring out Dan Levy. Let's see what he felt about this movie. Dan. It's lovely. Phil, lovely. say it with me. Lovely. lovely. Lee, here we Lev go. Let's Lee. break it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to get names right. You're the only one that gets it wrong, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a stupid Canadian. What can I say? Um, I take my job at the convenience store too seriously. That's why. Um, how? What did you feel about this movie? Did you resonate with the characters or not? Oh, yeah. Of course you resonate with the characters because they're based off everyday people. And they just do stuff to customers that you wish you could do and not get fired. Oh, yeah. So... The fact I that love Randall that, yeah. still has a job is impressive. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> um, how many times have you seen this movie? Uh, just about the three thousandth time I've seen this movie. <laughs> uh, I'm huge into into uh, Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. All but Jersey Girl. Every movie 
that Kevin Smith does besides Jersey Girl I don't like. He, he directed, he didn't write it, so we're fine there. Only the movies he writes that we love. Um, is this one of your most recommended Kevin Smith movies? No. 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 Uh, Dogma. I would recommend Dogma first for anything else. All right. All right. Uh, let's throw you backstage and get the next host, and hopefully I don't destroy his name as well. Dylan Terry. Come on down. You did it. Better than the people who said my name at graduation. Well, I, I've heard you say it a few times, so maybe okay. that's why. That's fair. Um, <laughs> how many times have you watched this movie? And uh, if you could remake it, would you? Uh, I've seen it three or four times. Um, I don't know that I'd remake it. I don't think this needs a remake. I think this is mostly uh, still relevant. I wor- I've worked this kind of job since I was 15, and I watched it today, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could say this stuff to people who came into this workplace. I personally would wa- want to pull the Randall uh, spit take. That is yeah. probably what I would have wanted <laughs> to do the most. And one of the things that I felt connected with my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to tell us? Like, is it your favorite Kevin Smith movie? Is it not? Is it one of your recommended Kevin Smith movies? I recommend it. It's not my favorite, but um, I previously compared it to, I said it was like his Reservoir Dogs, where it feels like it's Kevin Smith kind of distilled into what he wanted to make when he had no resources. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's him expressing himself with minimal, like, expenditure at his side. All right. All right. We'll uh, throw you backstage. We'll bring out uh, Mr. Michael Colby and see my arch enemy. How are you doing, Mr. Colby? Feel Borther, how are you? I'm doing excellent. Uh, you actually showed off some amazing merchandise uh, in the backstage in our green room with Kevin yes. Smith, so I'm uber jealous of that. I um, am. I like I said when we did um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, um, but I think the problem was that uh, since Jay and Silent Bob wasn't it didn't feel like something he wanted to make. It felt like something he was like, Oh, I'm going to get back at all these people who are talking shit on, on my movies. But this, yeah, this feels like his vision. Like this is what he wants to make. Yeah. This, uh, I, I do think that this is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Um, just because I don't think he's good at making big movies but he is sort of a genius at making these little like slice, like a one day in the life of of a convenience store clerk type things. It's pretty much was his life for a long period. So makes sense. Yeah. Um, Is this one of your most recommended Kevin Smith movies to people? Um, I would usually, if, if I were to get someone into Kevin Smith, um, who never saw a Kevin Smith movie, I would recommend this one first just to be like, look, if you don't like this, you're probably not going <laughs> to like the other ones. You know, it, it, it's sense. probably, I don't think it's his best movie. It's my favorite of his movies. But I think that if you don't like this, you're probably not going to be a fan of his other stuff. Great take. I love it. I love it. Let's uh, get you backstage and then bring up the final member of the group that's here today, Zach Wiseman. Hey, Bill Filbler. How are you, sir? Were you all backstage deciding to f- mess? Okay, I messed up my name. You're messing up my name. It's oh, fair. no. I just, I, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I just read that, read that wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing excellent. I see you. Uh, I did talk to Chris already. 
He was the first one out. Jesus, Michael. Mm. Reading the private chat. I am sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, <laughs> I see that you're sh showing off all your amazing clerks memorabilia behind you, just trying to outshow everybody. Is that what uh, you're trying to do? This is nowhere near all of my clerks memorabilia. <laughs> this is the stuff that I can grab in one hand as I was grabbing like a glass of water. So uh, this is fast stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of clerks. I worked at a blockbuster video in 1995. I was a clerk for a very long time. I grew up in Delaware, right next to New Jersey. So uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll Kevin say that. Uh, yeah, Kevin Kevin Smith uh, took a, he takes up a lot of my life, and uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate that guy's vision for things. He's not the best filmmaker, uh, but I think that I appreciate what he does every single time. Would you say he inspired you going to filmmaking? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He inspired me to get into podcasting, so it is fair. Yeah, he was he was pretty much the first podcaster ever. Uh, he was he was the smartest person when it came when it comes to making a movie his way. He sold his comics to make his first movie uh, to make sure that the things could get done the way he wanted. He wanted it on film. He could have got it a little bit cheaper, but he wanted certain qualities because he wanted to make cinema. Uh, I, I I liked everything about this movie. It it doesn't all hold up properly, but uh, the, the, this thing has like a special bit of nostalgia in my heart for it. So. It almost cannot be wrong for me. All right, I feel the pretty much the same way. It, it I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yep, mm -hmm. none of us are. None of us are. Uh, let's True. get everybody back on screen. I'm pretty sure I didn't forget anybody. Did I forget anyone, Zach? I think you forgot Chris Harvey. I didn't. Oh, he was there. We go. The first one. <laughs> I was the first. I made sure because he's the biggest comedian out there, and so I know his time he's is. He's the fast. first guy here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, just, I, I don't pay attention to what's going on if I'm not on screen. So. <laughs> no, I remember when Chris Harvey. I remember when Chris Harvey came up because I was like, "Oh, cool, he's hanging out in a 1980s hotel room. That's nice." <laughs> that, that wrinkled cardboard uh, uh, steel backdrop is pretty sweet. No, yeah, I thought it was been... glass. No, is it it's, rebar? it's I don't know what it is. No, brewery. <laughs> nice. I live in Atlanta now. This is what comes with the houses. It looks like you're in a brewery in Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. the uh, The movie comes. It came out in '94. It was independent. Um, everybody pretty much either loved it or hated it when it came out. But it got amazing reviews when it went to. Uh, I believe it was uh, what is it? Film festival down in Colorado. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know stuff here, people. <laughs> it opens with Randall answering the phone after probably a night of heavy drinking, like most. And having to be forced into work. How many here have had that same situation happen to them? <laughs> I didn't even get to finish the question. Hey, really short step today. You got that done. And <laughs> way back when? <laughs> way back when? <laughs> Chris, have you ever had way that problem when? being forced into work? Well, I don't I don't drink, but um, I mean, I, I worked at uh, gas stations and had, I've had 34 jobs. So, I mean, I've definitely... Been the there. Situation. Yeah. Yeah, but not drunk and um, tired to go in. Maybe I just got off work and I had to go back in. Yeah. Yeah, just like he did. He had to, he closed the night before and then has to go back in. Um, and you see his li life pretty unfolded, daily life of someone in the early 90s, um, pretty much working at a convenience store. It's, it's shit, pretty much. And has to deal with the customers that are entitled. And you even get a, a moment that everybody i think whoever's worked serving customers have to deal with that entitled guy returning his movie <laughs> zach as the resident blockbuster employee here 
Mm-hmm. How many times did you have to deal with that? That I mean, obviously, Blockbuster wasn't like on the indie uh, rental level, <laughs> but there were people there before we opened. There were people like on Friday nights, they would get there at 3 p.m. and they would stay there all night long until their movie came back. Uh, they would call and cuss me out because certain movies weren't there. Yeah, people with movies, uh, they're almost as bad as people with food. Yeah, I, I never worked in a movie theater, uh, movie uh, store, but I worked at a movie theater with food, so I understand Ugh. combining the both worlds of pain. Um, then you we uh, meet his best friend Randall. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of you guys have a friend like Randall, or are the friend Randall? No, Randall. No, Randall. Randall's better dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very true. He has he can write better dialogue instead of give it better. <laughs> but yeah, what was your take on the relationship between Dante and Randall, you guys? I think someone like Dante, uh, who is absolutely the worst. Like, I hate Dante as a character. Um, but I do think that he needs someone like Randall because people like that are just you know, he tells the story. This is very late in the movie about about shit in his pants because he didn't want to open the thing. People the like body, that yeah. need, yeah, they need a Randall because otherwise, they're just gonna sit around and do nothing, do nothing all day. You need yeah. an instigator. Yeah, you do. Yeah, especially well, I mean, when... when you're that far into the shit of <laughs> like being yeah. a, a complete, almost useless member of society. I mean, what, when, you're, when you're friends, when it's two people that are both sad boys, one of them has to be the louder sad boy. So that's, <laughs> that's it. Randall's the louder, sadder sad boy. Is Randall sad? I don't I, don't I think Randall's sad happy. Off of he's Randall accepted at all. his... He's, he's accepted. He's, Randall's a nihilist sad boy. Just yeah, because he's not I, crying I mean, doesn't mean he's not sad. True. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. That's fine. I, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I get being a nihilist. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> this whole movie is a, a nihilistic view of the world. I felt. Hey Siri, what does nihilist mean? <laughs> uh, I don't think if you, you would have you stuck around for, for the week. Big Lebowski review, <laughs> yeah, you, you would have known what a nihilist was. Who, who wants to explain what a nihilist is to Chris? <laughs> I mean, you care about nothing, nothing Chris. <laughs> I care about nothing, Lebowski. <laughs> I was here for the Lebowski. Not, not enough of it to get to the nihilists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the nihilist view of life pretty much was very. It's it's very nineties. I feel like the whole nineties was a nihilistic world. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Didn't yeah, think just, anything. It was just sad aggro white. Yeah, sad aggro white dudes. That's that. Yeah. That's the majority of the nineties. Yeah. And, and every, just every and just like every. Movie. And like everything else from the '90s, that shit is back, baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, so I we have. Comment. Okay. <laughs> 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 <Just play. laughs> um, then we get we meet we get introduced to his girlfriend, the girl who does everything for him. Great girl. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much girl. the perf- perfect yeah. girlfriend. Ronnie. Yep. Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Is that um, her name? Did I get it wrong? Veronica. 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 You were close. Okay. I'm sure name. somebody calls her Ronnie. Yeah. 
Way um, better than he deserves. One yeah, of the 37. So much better than he deserves. <laughs> one of the 37, yes. Thank you, Grace. Because <laughs> that does lead into a interesting conversation that they have and uh, gets revealed that Dante has slept around a few times. Um, 12, 12 to be 12. exact. Yeah, yep. 12 to be exact, whereas Veronica has only been with three guys, mm -hmm. including Dante. And then we find out that... Um, <clears throat> You're very good at that, Dan. <laughs> we, we, we end up meeting Scott Moser for the first time. <laughs> Just trying to pass through it and it's not working. Uh, we get Scott Moser's playing one of his three customers, uh, the William the Idiot child, uh, who likes snowballs. Or snowballing, sorry. Um, has Before anybody saw this movie, did you know what snowballing was? Was it a term that you've ever heard before? Before I saw this movie? No. Yes. No, I was 15 when I yeah, saw this movie, same. so absolutely not. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. It's the 90s. <laughs> Fucking shit yeah. is weird. Um, <laughs> I don't want to ask. Uh, so... <laughs> was, it, just, it just sucks. Um, you find out Veronica has gone down on 36... 36 other guys. Now, cool. Other guys. Including other guys. I said other guys, Dan. Other yeah. guys. 37, including our main character, Dante. Um, and then you get Dante exploding for no reason, pretty much, expecting mm -hmm. his it, girl to be a virgin no bride, in essence. Male male fragility. Yep. Like, yep. This, this thing drives me crazy. This is part of the reason why I, I think Dante is the absolute worst, because... You have a girl who sucked 36 other dicks. Like, that means two things. That means she enjoys sucking dicks and that she's probably pretty good at it. Yeah. And that's your girlfriend now. Like, what the fuck are you mad about, dude? Yep. Yeah. Your dick is the last dick that she's taking yeah, in her like, mouth. Be happy with that. Fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> What's, I, I really don't understand what the big deal is, but yep. I'm also no longer 22 years old. I was going to say, he's a, also 24, right? And yeah, yeah he's 22. He's a real at, shit bag. At that point, you still think that, like, life He's is young. Yeah. 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 37 and, is not a lot. We don't, yeah, we don't really I've ever get way to... more dicks than that. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like, dude, in the 90s... You, you are in the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's understandable. No I, was shame. About, we don't shame I was about to here. say that. Like, 37 in the 90s is a lot. Nowadays, that's not that many. It's hardly a month. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a good afternoon. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it, it is this crazy. It's crazy to think that, like, you know, that, that Dante has this problem with his girl and uh, all, all that it really is a problem with her past, whereas Dante is currently actively trying to cheat on her. And that's not a problem. You know, it's, it's a problem of what she used to do because she's uh, probably just a female. So, yeah, again, showing the male view during the 90s where men are more important than women. Mm hmm. And, don't uh, say the 90s. Have you been on the internet lately? I try and say off the internet. No, you yeah, don't. it's probably a good idea. Where are you right now? You're a podcast <laughs> mogul. Why are you off the internet? On the internet. What do you? The last place you should be is off the internet. <laughs> I just drop things in a, a Dropbox outside, and someone else takes care of all the real work. <laughs> it's all external hard drives. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Um, this has nothing to do with this podcast. But why does my name not have anything next to it, and you guys do? Uh, because when we sign there. in, we put our own little title. <laughs> you do that. You do that. Here, here, hold on, Chris. Bottom left of the well, screen. Do you see your Dylan, picture? There. There you go. Okay. I think Dylan's doing it right now. Yeah. Someone's always done it every episode. 
Oh, it's, oh, Chris, come on. So, Chris, StreamYard gives you the option to set me. your name when you log in. Uh, uh, Chris, you're only just into stream. Make sure you write your you're name. You're fine. Properly. It's okay. Yes, thank you. Chris, we all figured your assistant and set it up for you. Yes. Somebody needs to. Yeah, that's right. Fire, fire that you get your personal assistant to do it, Mr. Zach. Well, I, <laughs> I got this behind, this yeah, behind right. the scenes podcast stuff, I'm sure is interesting for four people. But other than that, can we just get move back on? To this on. Sorry. So we move on. Uh, you, we find out that Jay, uh, sorry, not Dante, is still talking with his ex, who is apparently marrying an Asian designer. Design, um, major. design major. I apologize. Design major, which we never give him a name. There's no name. It's just Asian. No. Like we do is, give uh, him a name. Oh, song, 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 Sorry, Sang. Yeah. Yes, we find out later when she shows up. Um, you mean past tense? Yeah, past tense. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's that racist <laughs> jokes again, prevalent in the '90s as well. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if yeah. that's racist. Yeah, they, I think they definitely just... they went away quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you been on the internet lately? Zach? No, I, I stay away from the internet again. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we find out that she's cheated on him countless times, and we actually meet up with one of the people that she that she cheated on him with, uh, the muscle bound man. And oh, you no wait 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 wait. Oh. You're skipping past the the absolute biggest laugh of the whole movie is when Veronica is leaving and he sticks his head out the door yes, and he's sorry, like he's like try not to suck any dicks on your way through the parking lot and then that dude just like oh. just follows her. Follows her. Yeah. Get back here. Yeah, get back here. I was I, like every time I watch this movie that I, is on that is a laugh out loud yeah. <laughs> every single time. It is. Yeah. Uh, I knew yes, it was I'm... coming. I said it before he said it, and I still laughed when he said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good one-two punch that in a row, and then get back here. Yeah, yeah. those things. Are, <laughs> oh, those, are, yeah. 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 <laughs> those are so funny. My girlfriend sucks 37 dicks. <laughs> in a row? <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, um, Chris, Chris smirked. <laughs> <laughs> we got a smirk from Chris. <laughs> Kevin Smith. There's a, yeah, there is absolutely no way that you didn't at least laugh a couple times through this movie. I laughed twice. We got cool. two laughs. That is that's at least five reels from Chris. Was that one of them? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember because I watched this um like half of it last week and then I just finished the rest of it. I oh, know you have to watch this movie full right through. Yeah, you can't break this it? movie. Do you remember That's one a, laugh from last week and one laugh from this week, or was both yeah, laughs? This week? No, one was today. Oh, okay. One was today. Okay, we're yeah. we're still getting to it. <laughs> we're still yeah, it's, to it's, it's right. we're not movie. to the halfway point yet. Guys. It, no, well, I mean it has to do with that part. It was um, she comes back to the thing and uh, something happened where he calls her thirty-seven. Randall calls her thirty-seven. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she comes yeah. back to apologize. Yeah. And yeah. Randall's like 37. Oh, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris likes his setup and payoff. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a callback guy. That's yeah. why I said, oh, that's yeah. Why I like um, Jane Silent Bob. I just, that, that was the reason I did like it was because of those callbacks. Uh, there was just a lot of callbacks. Oh. Yeah. All right. um, so, yes, we have that lovely moment of the guy trying to get his dick sucked <laughs> after hearing 
that she apparently sucks dick in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, then we get introduced to Jay and Silent Bob for the first time. Yay. <laughs> where you have Jay going very hard into the 90s. Of yes. The yes. no homo, but homo. No homo. Yeah. No homo. But the thing is, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, it bothered me because we're setting up Jay and Silent Bob as our protagonists in that mm -hmm. movie. But in this movie, he's a scumbag drug dealer. Yes. So, like, fine. You're going to be homophobic. You're going to be whatever. Like, you're set up in this movie as... An asshole. Uh, yeah, as, a, a like, an, an asshole scumbag. You know, basically the antagonist of this movie. So, so you know, whatever. This you part was, like, the of... only part... I had wrong with the movie is because you can tell he's not talking to anybody really. <laughs> he's just saying lines. There are moments there. There is a point where he does dance later on that everybody had to go into the movie rental store because he was too embarrassed <laughs> to dance. So they literally, mm -hmm. they set up the camera, rolled it. Yep. And then everybody was out and he started dancing. And I can understand why being a little shy to show off those amazing dance moves. <laughs> um, and he probably didn't expect it to be so big and so many people see him do those dance moves, but yeah, we have that was, Jay. that was in the, in the director's commentary of this movie. Cause I, I've definitely watched up to dogma with, with the director's commentary on the DVDs. Cause wow. God damn, I was a huge Kevin Smith. Fan. <laughs> oh no, it, it is great. Uh, great movie. Um, moving on. We then have some weird customers that we've all probably dealt with. We have the Eggman, the guidance counselor, <laughs> who shows up right after pretty much this next scene being pissed off about the jizz mop. <laughs> yeah. Which is I another think, great. I think the jizz mopper, <laughs> I think the offended about the jizz mopper is right after the guidance counselor guy. Or he's yeah. checking the if, I, if I remember correctly, like I said, I've seen this movie 6,000 times, but I was like, as soon as I saw that guy, I'm like, you can't just part his hair different and then make us think that this is a different person. Yeah. So that, that guy and like half of the other customers are all Walt Flanagan. If you yeah. go to Jane Silent Bob's secret stash, Walt Flanagan is the guy is like the general manager there. So oh, yeah. Meet, yeah. Which well, he's, he's a so grumpy SOB. Dante is based on Kevin Smith and, Randall is actually based on Walter. Mm -hmm. So like, cause they're best friends and that. So that's why the, <laughs> the Randall also has all the best lines. Cause Kevin Smith wanted to play him. Uh, but we got Jeff Anderson who plays it beautifully. Oh, he's, um, he's really good. Like he's definitely the best character and the best actor in this movie. I agree. Like by a long shot. Yeah. He, he also has all the great lines in this movie and epic dialogue, except for the one moment from Kevin Smith's Silent Bob, which he always has. Yep. The, this great, just leaving you with this pearls of wisdom, if you will. Um, we also then meet the guy who ends up causing some post-traumatic st stress disorder <laughs> happening <laughs> um, as the old man uh, who wants to go to the bathroom and keeps bugging Dante as he's trying to do different tasks around the shop uh, for toilet paper and then a nice little magazine for some fun time. <laughs> yeah. I don't, is this guy like, is that his real voice or is he doing a very offensive, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, from the I'm going to say his name it. is Al Berkowitz, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. 
I don't know what he's doing, if he's playing up the stereotype or if it's actually who he actually is. I've never seen him in anything else other than yeah, this movie. Because that's a very weirdly, very <coughs> stereotypical um, like impression that he's doing. It's specific. Yeah, very specific. It doesn't like it, it, it. No, nobody else in this movie is doing that sort of thing. No. So it, it really sticks out when he does it. Now, Zach, being the guy who's worked in a blockbuster, have you ever had one of those customers who needed uh, to use the employee's bathroom? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did they die? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually, probably. Yeah, eventually, I mean, I'm, you I'm die in the toilet looking at a new have, yeah. But yeah, there's always people that need to uh, go to the bathroom faster than uh, they, they think they do. So, yeah, like, constantly. Public restrooms are nasty, though. I hate public awesome. restrooms. I won't go in them. I won't go in them. Yeah, the, not at a convenience it, store in Jersey. It has to no, be I'm not going to trust it. An emergency, or else, yeah, I'll I'll wait. I'll hold till it. I get I'll home. shit myself before I go in a public restroom. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pull a Dante at two years old. <laughs> I ain't joking. Um, <laughs> I'll squeeze that shit as long as I can. <laughs> well, I don't think everybody needed to know that. <laughs> There it is. I laid it out. Now we all know on the table. <laughs> all right, we we move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> safe space. Yes, it is. We end up playing hockey on the roof, and we uh, get some people who are pissed off about playing hockey. Well, one person specifically who's pissed off about uh, hockey on the roof. Guys, have you ever wanted to play hockey on a roof so bad that you went onto your convenience store roof or your job's roof? Uh. I would. I never did it on a roof, but I mean, I've definitely, you know, back in the day, changed some plans so that I could play a hockey game. Absolutely. Good. I've I've played D and D at work, but not <laughs> hockey on the roof. Because that was awesome. no, it was backstage at a Steve Martin show. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we we because of this movie, we would set up on top of the roof of the movie theater that I worked at after Arctic Blockbuster, and we would play like cinema hockey, which we would take little reels, we would take reels of Clerks, and uh, and hit that with uh, hockey sticks up there. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah. Feels feels very true. Yeah this this scene like was irritating because as someone who did play hockey, that guy who's not wearing skates and is playing. Dude, that fucking sucks. <laughs> like, that's an, that's a huge advantage mm -hmm. to not yeah. to not be wearing skates when everybody else is. And then he throws the ball or shoots the ball off, and it magically scores into the drain pipe. Um, and then everybody's pissed off because no one brought another ball. That's your that's first failure right there. You always yeah. bring you always bring at least five. At least rookie mistake, man. Everybody that we played hockey with brought a bag of balls. <laughs> like mm -hmm. yeah. there was especially if you're gonna be playing on the roof. Yeah, that, that was a yeah, rookie mistake. But that was their own fault. Yeah. And then we uh find out that someone passed away and Dante and Randall need to go visit them, which hilariously ensues. Well, it's one of Dante's twelve, which is why mm -hmm. he takes it so seriously. Mm -hmm. Julie Dwyer. <laughs> From, Who from actually Mall, from Mallrats? Yes, yeah, from Mallrats. Yeah, you find out in Mallrats. Um, what did you guys think of this scene? The conversation that they've ha they're having in the car. The self fellatio scene. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I think I think a lot. I think a lot of guys have had that conversation. Yeah, 
I remember it used to be about uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, removing yeah. a rib. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which, the classic one. I, I want to know how that spread so quickly without the <laughs> internet. Because it's apparently all over the world. Everybody had the same rumor growing up that mm-hmm. you removed it. And it yeah, because even... then there's always that conversation of like, if I could, like, would I? And like, if I would, would I be good at it? And then <laughs> if I'm that good at it, would I ever want anything else? And it turns out I'm not good at it. So, <laughs> yeah, easy, and no, easy, I'm easy. <laughs> and the other I, thing I, is, I'm not. I haven't been talking this episode because I don't want to hear the sound effects. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter after a while. You know, you're going to get sick of it anyway, even if you are good at it. Yeah, I know. You know, there's only yeah, so many to... times you can get your dick sucked. Uh, yeah, 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 even. Even blowjobs get old. I don't know about that. Oh well, if I'm sucking my dick, yeah, then if yeah, okay, yeah. I know. Like you're gonna get tired of spitting, and then it's like, I guess I'll just take this, and then it's like, why, why am I doing spitting? this? Spitting? What are well, you doing? Let's reverse that. There's only so many times you, you can don't suck spit. Dick. Hey, 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 hey! Me, Chris, and Dan all did that Homer Simpson fight, falling back into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, hold on, this is too much. Oh, Look, I'm just trying. Crude. I'm just trying to make this episode interesting. Why? Why I'm do we have so many proofs on this show? Just fucking swallow well, your just... own cum, guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Or get tired of it and start spitting it. Whatever you want. Snowball it to yourself. So snowball yourself. We definitely gotta have a staff meeting, man. We gotta. Get- <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what's going on, man? This you is a Kevin Smith movie. It deranges no, into conversation. I'm worried about you. That's all. Are we? Are we staff? <laughs> we don't are get we staff. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to get paid to get staff, but yeah. yeah. We are volunteer. A volunteer staff. Yeah, volunteers are staff. I guess. That's right. We're gonna have a volunteer meeting afterwards, talking about what the fuck's going on. Um, <laughs> The reason why this podcast is derailing is because uh, this movie wasn't interesting enough to talk about. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, I think Chris yeah, is right. It, it's it's hard, right. Hard. I mean, yeah. I, I I love this movie, but it's just it's hard to talk about because it's, it's all dialogue. It's, it's, in, it's yeah. in everybody's mm-hmm. lexicon. Everybody knows every single scene. It's like like what's your favorite scene? What what what's your favorite joke? Like this movie. The cool thing about this movie was it, it got me thinking about Star Wars in a way that I never thought about, which got me thinking about every single movie. Which I think we mm-hmm. overlooked that conversation, which is such a weird conversation to have. Uh, which is like you know, hey, on the Death Star, blah blah. blah. But True, yeah, this- it, it is it is hard to to review this movie because it is both great and not that great at the exact same time you know like it's a it's it's a film students you know final essay that he's giving in you know that's what it feels like and being kevin smith's first movie he's trying to he said it countless times he was trying to recreate the breakfast club that feeling of the 80s had their movie that defined their generation he wanted this to define the 90s that's why he made it because no one else would make the movie that he wanted to see that's why He's, he made yeah. it, maxed Except, out credit cards and that. And yeah, once he yeah. saw Slackers and he's like, hey, this is what I want to do. But the problem is that I, I, this movie has like a very tiny slice of my heart. You know, like when I first saw this movie, I saw it on a VHS that was filmed at a film festival. I was given that and I was given the first South Park VHS tape that was like passed around from like film students. And like this movie caught me in such a weird way. Then I drove to New Jersey and I went to the Quick Stop and I went to RST Video and like I learned about why he did all he did. And then I, and that was in like the time before the internet. So like you had to fight for information 
information. You had to like look in magazines and start reading things and asking your friends and going to teachers and other people and being like, hey, what's up with this movie? What's up with this guy? Like, why, why is he making this thing? And then that, you know, that's what made Miramax so popular because at the same time, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction had just come out. Miramax popped, indie film popped. And then unfortunately the Weinsteins were throwing so much money at all these little indie dudes. And that got such a, re like just a revolution of indie cinema. The problem is, is that it has been done and done and done. And everyone's joked about it. Everyone's talked about it. Kevin Smith has unfortunately referenced it, made fun of it himself, and then made another movie where he makes fun of how much he makes fun of himself. So you, you really can't review this movie in, in a proper way. And, and Chris is right. It's going to turn into kind of a boring conversation because you, you can't mm -hmm. like slash hate this movie. It's it, it's it's a weird part of history, and I will always love it. But if I just seen it right now, I probably would absolutely hate it. it, yeah, it is it's a, not a movie yeah, for is, this generation because yeah. it it it's made for people who live through a certain period of time because we understand what was going on through society and but, how. But, it's, but I disagree. I disagree. It's not about a generational thing. It's a it's it's not even has to do with the movie. Uh, because that is all relatable to me, and I was born in '94. All that stuff makes mm -hmm. sense, but this isn't a good movie. This is the problem. You guys Please. all well, listen. You no. guys are all fans of Kevin Smith, mm -hmm. and because of, and because you are uh, you're you all relate to him in a way because he made it possible. He made it. He he made it touchable. This is why I like Kevin Hart so much. He makes it touchable. Mm -hmm. Makes it like anyone can do it, and so he made you guys think. Um, that you know that you can be because that's what you guys want to be writers or script writers or in the industry and he made this possible with mm -hmm. something like this this isn't a good movie the script isn't very good it's bad cut scenes it's 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 a low budget if you took kevin smith's name off of this movie and this was john jerry's movie you guys would not give us a good rating this would be a bad reel and it would get under five because it's not good but yeah. there are punchlines in it and there is funny parts but the only reason why you guys rate it so high is because it's Kevin Smith. It was horrible acting. There was one person. Randall held the movie and made it watchable. That was it. Mm -hmm. Randall had the best punchlines. Randall made the movie. Other than that, it was horrible. But yeah, I no. get it. I get it. I understand it. But it's not that great. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree and with Chris and Zach, and that's why I'm dropping my rating by two reels. Yeah. And Honestly, I'm like... I'm, no, me, me too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, though, because... Like this is the sort of thing that I like. Like I'm not I'm not a huge fan of like polish or you know, I just like an interesting idea. Like I'll take an interesting idea in an unpolished like bad acting, you know, bad whatever as long as what I'm looking at is not something that I've looked at a hundred million times. And this is not something I've yeah. looked at a bunch of times mm -hmm. before this. And, I mean, I do also have nostalgia because when, like from the very beginning of this movie, when Randall like pulls his combat boots up over top of his pants and tucks them in, I'm like, and then he puts on like his three flannels on top. I'm like, this was me in the nineties. Like I was, you know, like I, I definitely feel that generation. Yeah. Um, and, but and, and, like I said, I, you know, the, the bad acting, that stuff doesn't turn me off. So it actually like turns me on to it. It's a very similar idea. Pardon? So what? I said, you like, I said, did you like the movie Waiting? 
I, I love the waiting because I've worked in the industry, uh, mm-hmm. food industry. I love that movie because I can yeah. relate to it. Yep. No. Also, because it's Ryan like Reynolds. Right here. <laughs> Isn't no, it, who's, no. who's in that? Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Dane, Ryan Reynolds Cook, is big Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh Dane Cook? That's why I didn't Dane see it because Dane a, Cook fucking cook. sucks. It's, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Not, are they no, Dane Cook's in it. He, he plays one of the cooks. Oh, wow. And then you have Justin Long. Fucking is the worst. Yeah, he is the worst. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it, it, but Chris Chris Harvey is hundred percent right. Like, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm not gonna, disagreeing with Chris I'm, Harvey. And he I'm going right. dis- to I'm going to disagree with Michael that I think that Michael, if you would have seen this movie now without having the '90s, like uh, having seen it in the '90s, if you would have seen this now. Uh, what you would have come away with is not great writing. You would have you would have actually said that the time that the timing is a little bit off. You would have uh, definitely complained about the acting. You would have said this movie is very homophobic, and you probably would have a bit of an issue with how it portrays some women, uh, because those are the things that I would have a problem with. The problem is that this movie raised me. This movie set me on my on my trajectory. This movie made me want to be <laughs> Zach Wiseman. So I, I really can't, it, it's so it's so hard for me to, when this movie came up, I was kind of excited. And then when I watched it a week ago, I was like, oh man, like, like if it I has had, no, flaws. This movie I love is it. flawed <clears throat> throughout. There's no doubt that it's flawed. But, but to review now, it now is hard. Yeah, the writing, review it now. the writing, the writing, Chris Harvey is right. The writing is not great. But, but it's a when first time filmmaker, the, you have to right, look at say, it. When you say about filmmaker. the timing, though, the timing, I think, is where they sort of nail it. Like the shit that Jay says, like when people yell and you, you hear Jay yell like, yeah, or whatever, just like those I, I simple I didn't mean, lines. I didn't mean the it, joke timing. I meant the, the like the, how the movie flows. Like the, oh, the, the flow movie, of the movie. It, yeah, yeah, the pacing. Yeah, it, it, it definitely it, it, grind, I, it grinds in a second. And then I do weird. like some. But it's not it's not a Zack Snyder two hour and forty minute movie. This is no, like luckily an hour and thirty something minutes, minutes. Ninety long. minutes. Chris's yeah, favorite time frame. It has nothing to do with that. I I I honestly do like some bad movies that are something different, and this is definitely something different. Yeah. I'm not saying I would have given it what I'm going to give it now, but I definitely wouldn't have given it a four. Like that's not what this type of movie is. I'll yeah, take because, a bad movie, right? And me, and me too. Yeah. But but like what Chris was saying earlier, like I, this, this movie, like for t- I guess maybe eight years after this movie, I compared most movies to this movie. Like, is it my next Clerks? Is it a Clerks? And uh, now you're right; it doesn't hold up as well as if it were to come out now. The problem is, it didn't come out now, and and I I have a hard time with it. But here's here's my thing too: is is we're we're rating movies, right? Uh, we're not rating what a bad, a, a good bad movie. We're rating movies. So, but but part is, of part of rating a movie is how that movie makes you feel. Yeah, you know, like, we're, we're also rating it. We're also rating it on what we like about movies, and exactly. this is exactly what I like about movies. I like interesting, like different things that are different from anything else that I saw, and this is yeah. different from anything else I've ever seen. Yeah. No matter the time, no matter the place. And like mm-hmm. I said, the homophobia, you know, whatever, it's you're talking about the scumbag drug dealer who's like that. And I don't mind a character as long as they're not set up as the hero of the movie. If it was Randall or Dante saying, saying those things, yes, I can agree. The movie would be sh- like, it wouldn't be as good. But because yeah. the protagonist is kind of, one of them is like hermaphrodite porn, let's go. And, yeah. and you're like, kind of like, what? I, yeah. I, I, I mean, that was, I was going to say this was was someone that said this earlier about uh, if they something about a remake and they said no. I would I think this would be an interesting remake 
because of the fact that it isn't a movie that has been done a hundred times. You haven't mm -hmm. seen a movie that has been based behind the the employees at a gas station in a movie theater or a movie uh, store. So it's an interesting thing, and you can do a lot of things with it. I just think because it was his first film and it was low budget, and it was just a it wasn't great. It wasn't executed great, but he's turned his thing into an empire off of this one movie, which makes it great. And I understand that that aspect of it. But in an individual setting, in an individual movie, I don't think it's entertaining enough to call this a good movie, in my opinion. Just because it's just, I wouldn't watch it again. I, it's, it was one or two laughs. It was cool and it had some things and I could talk about it, kind of. But it's not something that you're like, oh man, shit. I'm gonna rewatch this every day. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I have to agree. It's not a movie you can constantly watch I probably wouldn't constantly watch it now. I did when I was younger. I did watch it constantly, mm -hmm. like every couple of weekends. I would watch it because I did enjoy the way the dialogue, because I have had those stupid conversations, not necessarily snowballing and that, but I've had those conversations at work with my coworkers or leaving my post and going to their post and just shooting the shit and complaining about customers, wishing we could say that. And that's what it, that for me is why I like this movie because it mm -hmm. resonates with I, I me. Get that. But I also watch Veggie Tales every day, and I'm not gonna say that's the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's it's something that it, it has that moment for you where it, it it means something to you at one point. Yeah. You could watch it a lot, but I, I couldn't have said that it's great. All my top five movies they mean something to me because at a certain point in my life, they they I saw them and they they touched me. Um, and that's why they they rank in those movies. Like that's why I have them ranked in that certain way because they they're they they're memories. They're that's what film for me is. If you're not entertained, or you don't, if you watch a movie to be critical of it and judge it, you're losing the point of a movie. A movie is there to entertain you, to distract you from the stupidity that's going on in the world. And this well, movie well, does it. Well, it, uh, I, I've got to fight with you, that. You guys can't say that because you guys criticize Quiet Place. You watched, you critically watched that. You didn't enter, watch it to be entertained. I watched it to be entertained. I watch movies to be entertained, and then afterwards I'll critique it. You complained about a nail. Okay, let's not. I didn't complain about the fucking nail. I'll <laughs> complain about, about, about the goddamn nail. I'll complain about the nail till the day I fucking die. It was the enemy down below. If that, if Quiet Place is a comedy, I would not talk about that nail at all. That's all. You know what? I, I sort of have the same thing with uh, The Happening. Like, I watch that movie as a comedy, and it fucking It's great. Like, the Happening is great. If I was going to bring that right movie way. up. I, I didn't know if you guys have seen it. That's one of my, yeah, one of my favorite I, movies. What and, uh, like, oh, no, I was no, no, afraid no. to bring it up it's because... In my, it's in my top, like, 10 or 15. It's awesome. I've seen that movie a, a million... As I don't an enjoyable know. experience. I, I watched that movie a lot. Dude, when I, was I will. Teenager. Let's watch that. Let's review that movie. If you want to see that, somebody we, back, we should do. I will, <laughs> I will yell about that. Well, movie. We just I, watched I, whole I, episode I, a couple like Smith months movie. ago, well, and we I'm were like, big, "I'm a big yeah. Mark Wa Mark Wahlberg's in that, right? I'm a big Mark yeah. Wahlberg fan. as a scientist. I'm a yeah. big Mark Wahlberg. Any Mark Wahlberg movie, I'm in. I'm in. I'm top ten. Like they're gonna be in the top. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't like Mark Wahlberg, and that's <laughs> oh my what I like him. about the movie him. is that he's so fucking bad at it. We are Mark not Wahlberg talking about the happening. No, we're not we talking about going... the happening tonight. Wait, one more thing we... about the happening. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, can we mute Zach? <laughs> I'm not going to resort to that. I'm going to go watch the happening. We need to watch the happening. That's, that's our first so, commentary track. Back to Clerks. 
I watched it in college. I've been working the service industry since I was 15. Yeah. Dylan's only talking so about going to college. <laughs> Look at me, I, I went to college. Every, every sentence. Oh, guess what I, I did in college. So you know, when I, I was in college. college, I worked at the convenience store in college, and I watched Clark in my, Clerks in my dorm room where I went to college. Anyway. There's a level of catharsis to this movie that I can relate to mm. in complaining about customers and stuff like that. There's also a level of just meandering. It just kind of meanders. But it's it's a mundane situation that is interrupted occasionally by horrific and very bizarre events. I'm thinking specifically what happens in the bathroom with the corpse. There, <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy movies. I enjoy movies where the mundane events of life are interrupted by these horrific stuff going on because I'm like, all it takes for your life to get disrupted is one weird thing happening in an afternoon. And I'm like, cool. I think Kevin Smith nailed the weird kind of bizarre feeling that you can get from that. I acknowledge the flaws to it, but I still enjoy watching this movie, whether yeah. it's not very well written, whether it's not very well paced or edited. I, yeah, sure. Those are flaws I can overlook in the pursuit of something that makes me feel like something that could happen to me. And we're watching movies objectively from our own point of view, so my rating is objective. But I completely understand not being entertained by this, because this is not a movie where stuff happens. No. This is a movie where a guy goes through his day, and some and weird things happen to him. He knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah but that, it, and, and it's that shown, he, the, the last kind of major conversation between Randall and Dante, he's like, you just complain about shit happening to you instead of actually either accepting like this is your life is shit or you could have left at any point yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like randall is okay with the way his life is um uh way his life is going because he's like i've accepted my lot in life i'm happy i get to fucking do shit all day and he funny enough when he's ordering the movies they he was so embarrassed to do it in front of the lady and the <laughs> child yeah they they you see it zoom in. The reason they're zooming mm -hmm. in is because the lady's not there. Mm -hmm. And I imagine he the was, kid had to not be there. Yeah. Obviously yes. he, it was, yeah, he was just embarrassed to be saying these weird ass. And at first I'm like, is he ordering it just to piss off this lady? Like, cause that's something he would do. Like, is he honestly ordering it or is it just cause he's like, you asked me for this shitty child's movie. All right. You're going to have to pay for this. I you do know, ask feel like that was what he was doing just because of Randall's character. I don't think yeah. he was really, you know, ordering <laughs> like <laughs> pit, like <laughs> pissing. I can't even remember pigs. the titles. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> they get they get progressively more horrifying <laughs> as he goes along and it is great. But yeah, that's that's sort of the problem with with these top 5 movies is they're all personal and they're mm. all subjective and mm you know we're gonna have a hard time with some of them and yep. you know we're gonna take it personally when somebody doesn't like one of our movies because they're so personal i think that's why like our friday episodes are like harsher are <laughs> they're we have they're no investment because yeah, yeah nobody, nobody has an investment movies. in fucking army of the dead so i can give it a two i would feel bad if i gave you know a quiet place less than a three, even though I think it deserved less than that. No, no. <laughs> right, I want to hear. I want to know if you ended up 
working and you found a dead guy in the stall and your ex-girlfriend who's supposed to marry a fat who's marrying a song or sang um how would you would you go wow that's a lot of oh thank you for giving us all the names simon wow oh wow that's funny like am i putting this on screen i guess i'm worshiping rim jumpers (laughs) men alone to the ky connection Can, One can, of my get, can we get Dan Lovely to say most of these? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants um, to read these out loud? I got it. Come Whispers on, in the wind to each his home. Put it where it doesn't belong. My pipes need cleaning. All tip fucking volume eight. I need your cop. Ass worship jobbers. My ha 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 means shafts. Come clean. Come gaggling naked sluts. Come buns three, coming in socks. Come on, Eileen. Huge black cocks, curly white cums. Girls who crave cock, girls who crave ha 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 ha. Men alone too. The KY connection. Pink pussy lips and uh oh yeah, all holes filled with hard. Dot dot dot. dot. I'm, I can see people watching any of those except for coming in socks. Okay. You know, different yeah, why, different why would you want that as a porn? One of my top five you don't watch guys yeah, ejaculate hey, hey, we're not we're not king shaming here. We're like, not king I, mean, I can watch myself do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just look in a mirror. <laughs> no, then you feel sad afterwards. You're just like, uh oh. It's only sad if it's the same sock. Then Don oh, so we're we're coming up here. We're gonna give your final ratings on this because it's devoured into a Kevin Smith movie, which is understandable because it's a Kevin Smith movie review. So I'm gonna start with Chris. What are you rating this movie on the reels? I I didn't hate this movie. That I didn't. I don't think it's a bad like a horrible movie or anything. I think it's like there, but I gave it a four and a half because it's not something I'd watch again. It's not something I like. That's what I gave it. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, All right. All right, it's fair. It's okay, um, Zach. Because I I can't see who's under the real boys. Who's under? Yeah. Oh, Dylan is. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Dylan. Um, yeah, like like I said, this movie has a very very special place in my heart, and I don't I don't know if I watch it now how it feel, and I actually don't want to watch it now because it, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is the movie that makes me who I am, and and it set me off on my on my path. I have to give this thing eight solid reels. I wanted to give it more. Uh, I probably should give it less based on what the movie itself is. But once again, it, it's down to how a movie makes me feel. And when I watched this, this movie made me feel like I could take over the entire world and do everything I wanted to do. And uh, this has always been in my back pocket. So uh, yeah, that's eight, eight reels out of 10. Um, please, if you are watching this and you like weird comedy, go check out Create Your Own Podcast. We, uh, Dylan and I just put that out. Uh, Dylan wrote- It's an amazing one. 18 full episodes. You can binge it. You take your own path. You do whatever you want to do. Uh, create your own pod venture. I appreciate you. And uh, I'll see you guys on Friday. There we go. Um, Dylan, let's bring you oh, up. What's cool. your reel? We'll, we'll, we'll do the reels because we're coming up to the end. Sure. What's your reel and where can we find you? I'm giving this a seven. Uh, I don't usually like assigning odd numbers. I think a five-point scale is better, but that's a conversation for a different episode. Um, so this is seven out of ten. It's good. I would recommend it to people. But I also recognize its weakness as like a first-time film. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that myself because we've got 
Oh, and hey, it's time for self-promotion. We've got our own short film coming out at some point. Give me back. It's uh, picture-locked right now, so we've got the score coming out. Uh, Zach said, uh, <laughs> yeah, five-point scales for perfectionists. No, That's it's true. just I don't need I don't need ten points. Uh, Zach Ooh. said to check out Create Your Own Pod Venture. Yeah, uh, I wrote a bunch of episodes. Zach edited them, narrated them, cut them all together. We released them the other day. It's a branching storyline. We couldn't call it Choose Your Own Adventure because that's a protected term, but uh, it's very similar to that. So Could go check that call out. It choose Your Own Pod Venture? Create Your Own Pod Venture. Oh, it has nothing to do with being a podcast mogul, so I'm sorry if you're disappointed when you heard yeah, that. I'm slightly, I'm sli- <laughs> I was slightly disappointed in that. That's okay. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I'm giving this a seven. Uh, go check me out at somenobodies.com and Warple <clears throat> Words on all of the social medias. That's all I got. Bye, everybody. Chris, uh, where can we find you? Since hey, I you can check out the Chris Plus Chris Show uh, episodes every Tuesday, uh, you can find me at Chris Harvey Comedy on all social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, whatever you guys have, and you can check me out in your local city. Uh, check my tour dates on social media. Excellent, thank you so much, uh, Michael Colby, the enemy of the enemies, if you will, the berserker himself. What are you, uh, apparently you're also Chris Harvey. There we go. <laughs> what are you giving this and what's your, uh, where we, can we find you? Look, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand firm at, you know, this is one of the more interesting movies you'll ever watch. It's, it's not greatly written, um, that, but there are some funny jokes, like solid, funny, laugh out loud jokes. Um, it's a... <laughs> No, he's being berserker. No, I didn't wash my hair today. Um, <laughs> it's uh, short, man. That's how you have to do it. Just keep it short. You never have to wash it. Now, what was I saying? Yeah. So it's a. I I think this is actually one of the more interesting movies. I was very happy rewatching it that it didn't kill my nostalgia for it. Um, it's it's still a great movie. I'm gonna give it an eight, just because you know it is. You know there are some weak points to it. But as a whole, and the fact that it's 90 minutes, maybe I'm being better to it because I watched it right after Army of the Dead. <laughs> but, you did cleanse that palate of yours? I did. I, I It was a real cl- uh, palate cleanser. But uh, yeah, check me out. Um, my, uh, Michael Colby presents. Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael. Um, just follow me on Twitter at my neighbor, M-I-C-H-1, and uh, all my shit's going to be up there. Excellent. Thank you so much. Bringing in the Mr. Dan Levely. Yeah. Get it right Yay, Got it. There you go. I didn't, Yay. I didn't forget anybody this week, and I'm learning how to say names. Woohoo! I'm up. Uh, <laughs> what did you give this movie, and where can we uh, find you? Uh, I like this movie. Like at the, When I first saw it, for the very first time, I didn't because I thought it was just a shit movie. But then you go back and you watch it, and you get all the little quips and all the little jokes about it, and it makes it a good movie. Uh, well, decent movie apparently to some people. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. I liked it. It reminds me of my childhood playing hockey and bullshit with my friends and not really spitting on people or getting snowballed. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Dan Lovely. You can catch me at Oops Caught Me Smoking for the time being. Um, some changes might be happening in the near future, so look out for those. That. Maybe we'll see Maybe. if if they're needed. So, yeah, look out for oozcaughtmesmoking.com and check me out. That's it. Excellent. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, coming in, Mr. Jerrion Blaze of the Cloud Chronicles. Uh, what are you rating this? Where can we find you? How did you feel about this movie? 
Um, I liked it, man. Big on nostalgia. I love the 90s. Kid of the 90s. So right up my alley. Um, definitely. So I give it a firm seven, maybe a seven and a half. I really liked it. I'm a Kevin Smith fan. So first time watch. Definitely liked it, man. Excellent. And where can we find you? Um, the Cloud Chronicles podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I, I am Jerry and Blaze. Just like that. And uh, like, share, follow, and check out The Real Boys always. Excellent. Thank you so much, brother. And I am, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul. You can find me on anywhere, pretty much. Just search for Invest in Yourself. The Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, that's my podcast where I talk with people about their journey as being an entrepreneur, a business owner, and an influencer. We have amazing uh, guests coming up. Season three is just around the corner, being released next month. And you'll get some people who have either... uh, exited out of companies and made millions or have bootstrapped their way to millions. Um, So look forward to that. I give this movie because it's so great and nostalgic for me. It's a 7.5. It gives me back to these stupid conversations that I had with my, my buddies when I was younger Um, on Friday, we're reviewing a quiet place too. So make sure you tune into that. And next Monday we have lawless on the real boys. And if you're wondering what the real state at, we have 50 on 70, which equals about a 71.4 reels. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the real boys every Monday and Friday. Tune in for movie reviews.